The Your Mark on the World show is made possible by our sponsors, including Gate Global Impact, Seed Equity Ventures, and Patch of Land. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the UR Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. I'm a Forbes contributor covering social entrepreneurship and impact investing. Our guest today is Josh Lannon. He's the CEO and founder of Warrior's Heart. Josh, welcome to the show. Thanks, Devin, for having me. It's an honor and a pleasure. Well, thank you. Josh, you told me in our pre-interview interview that you were aware of these 22 suicides that happened among veterans every day, and you wanted to do something about it. So tell us a little bit about what Warrior's Heart is and what you're doing. Yeah, so Warrior's Heart is a private treatment center for warriors, so dedicated to the healing of warriors. These are our military, our police, our firefighters, our first responders. There's nothing out there in the private sector that is dedicated to the healing of warriors. So with me being a social entrepreneur and being in the behavioral health field, when I found out about it through my friends that are in military, special forces, that sort of thing, I'm like, that, that number cannot be accurate. And they're like, yeah, it is. It's like we're losing more guys at home than we're losing overseas. And it was true. Uh, so once I found out about the problem, my wife is also, she was in law enforcement. It's like, we really got to do something about it. So that's where Warrior's Heart started to form and the vision started to come together. Now, you partnered with... Uh... Lisa, is that your wife that you partnered with and and also with uh, uh, a special forces fellow? um, I'm forgetting his name, but tell us a little bit about your partners. Yeah, sure. So Lisa Lannon, uh, my wife, uh, we've been together for 20 years, married for 15, two incredible children. So she's the best partner to have for me. Uh, And then we uh, also, uh, through a long relationship, no, Tom Spooner, which is a special operations detachment, Delta, um, retired operator, fantastic human being, and really cares about the cause as well uh, with Mission 22 and the 22 veterans a day. So it made sense to come together, all three of us, and form Warrior's Heart. Well, tell us a little bit about the program that you've set up there. Yeah, so it's a private healing environment. So they come in, they would stay here for a minimum of 28 days. They actually live on site. We've uh, purchased a beautiful large ranch in Texas, 543 acres. It is incredible. So there's from the the 25-acre lake where they can walk and talk with their counselors to the counseling rooms to the uh, recreation rooms. It's a place where you come and you're like, wow, this is really treatment? It's like, yes, you can do this with dignity and respect. You don't have to be in a hospital to heal. So that really starts with that treating people as human beings and, and treating them at a different level so we could get to the true core issues. And what are you treating them for typically? Yeah, so primary it's substance abuse. So the self-medication behaviors of alcoholism and prescription drug abuse and then PTSD. You know, so that's the underlying issues, PTSD or mild traumatic brain injury. And how does mild traumatic brain injury fit into all of this? You know, to heal um, when there's some brain injuries and the neural nets just aren't firing properly in the brain, uh, it's difficult to connect 
So we want to make sure from a neurological standpoint that everything is working properly from uh, Eastern philosophy and a Western philosophy together to treat the whole person. It is an interesting approach that you've taken. It's kind of a holistic approach, isn't it? Very much so. Yeah, mind, body, spirit. Instead of them, lawyers having to go to one particular specialist and another particular specialist, we brought them together in that healing environment to treat them, treat the whole person. Now, is the facility open today? It, I, I know you are about to open just here in the last week or so. Is it open now? Yeah, we just acquired the property December 22nd, and we're going through our licensing now, and we're about three weeks away. Okay. So very, very soon, right? But you're already taking calls 24-7. Absolutely. Yeah, we've been uh, we've had our 24-hour call help hotline running for about a year now, uh, and we do take a lot of calls, and we place uh, our warriors in other facilities, and the common thing is, Hey, there's nothing like what you're talking about out there. Please hurry up and open. It's like, I know, I know. So we're, we're working the best we can to get it up. So the most of the treatment these days is covered by insurance, right? The insurance covers most mental health issues, right? That's correct. Uh, very much so. And with the parity laws, it makes it easier uh, to get reimbursement from mental health, treating it the same as a like a physical ailment. Now, why can't or shouldn't a, a warrior just go to the VA for this treatment? You know, the, the VA is, is backlogged, 15 years of war. I mean, they're, they're doing the best they can, but, you know, they, they can only do so much. And when you go into the private sector and the private field like our facility, we can move faster. There's not a lot of red tape and we can address the problem uh, again, much faster because there is a necessity and a crisis uh, a lot of times that we have to move with speed. It, it is fascinating to see the uh, challenges that uh, especially our veterans are, are facing. Uh, we create the problem by sending them into war, and we haven't done a great job of caring for them when they come home damaged or broken. Um, so how many people will your facility hold when you get up and running? It's a 40 bed facility. And you're absolutely right. I mean, the government has a big enough job just to take someone and get them ready for war to, you know, engage in the enemy and possibly kill them. So I understand that they don't focus on them coming home. That's not their job. So it's our job as civilians, as you know, our community to develop a process to integrate our warriors back into our communities and still honoring them for being warriors and protectors. Yeah, I, I, that's really a remarkable model. Well, Josh, bef- I want to take advantage of the opportunity while we're visiting to get some personal insights from you as a social entrepreneur. First, I, I, I want to know who you look up to, who you admire, who's your role model? You know, my role model has been for a number of years a gentleman named Robert Kiyosaki. He wrote a book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I found that I had a lot of vision and a lot of ideas, but without financial education, I could not manifest it. And the Rich Dad, that's his company, 
his mission statement is to elevate the financial well-being of humanity. So that really resonates with me on a social level. And I knew in order for us to have our, again, our ideas manifest, we have to understand money and how it works. That's great. Now, I understand the the case that you've made, and you've made a compelling case for serving veterans and first responders, and I wholeheartedly support the model. Thank but what you. I want to know is, what is your personal connection? What is the what is it that motivates you personally? Why do you feel responsible for addressing this problem and not just allowing someone else to worry about it? Yeah, it's, you know, it's one of those things when when you turn your back on something you're supposed to do, it hurts more than to actually go through the process of building something. And for me, um, I struggled with uh, drinking and addiction for a number of years. I almost took my own life. I know how dark it can be. Um, I know what a warrior is. And, uh, you know, I married a warrior, my wife, Lisa, being a police officer. And to see what we went through together as a couple for so many years behind closed doors, I just hope that no one else has to go through what we went through. So that's the why, that's the drive to help other families come back together again. I hate to um, take you back in time to that time, that place, but but you say you struggled with with, with addiction. Yeah. Um, and that's your connection to this. And that's intriguing. Tell us a little bit about that. I mean, you got to a pretty dark place, it sounds like. What yeah. was that like? Um, it, it was miserable. I mean, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. But from the outside world, it looked like we had our stuff together. A nice middle-class house, middle-class family. She was a police officer. I ran nightclubs in Las Vegas. So to the outside world, it looked great. But behind closed doors, it was we were falling apart spiritually, emotionally, financially. And it was, it was difficult in those years, and especially for my wife, because there was a number of times where she didn't know if I'd be the one being arrested and processed, and you know what would that look like to all of her friends and colleagues. And so there was a lot of secrets, if you will, that you know, we knew if we're struggling with them, other people had to be struggling with them as well. And sure enough, there are a lot of people out there that face those same demons. How did you overcome the addiction? What was the support network that you finally found that helped you through that? Yeah, so shortly after 9-11, I went into a rehab center. Uh, so 2001, I went into a program myself and started the healing journey. And at that time, my wife and I said, okay, let's do this together. I, I get it. I'm the one that's drinking and partying and being a knucklehead. But she also had a lot of pain and a lot of damage as well. So we came together hand in hand in marriage and life and started the healing process. And that's where Forged, we opened a facility uh, called Journey Healing Centers in 2002. It expanded to multiple states, had a team of about 100 people. And it was like we created a career out of sobriety, a career out of social entrepreneurism, which is something I had no idea existed before. Well, that, that's remarkable. And, and so you're able to replicate that model now for the warrior community. Correct. Yeah, this is our seventh location now. We sold the other ones, took a little time off, but we had the calling, had the passion. And it's like, yep, this is what we're supposed to do. Oh, that's great. Well, Josh, the last question I want to ask uh, is one who's been a, a proven social entrepreneur. Yeah. 
we're, we're always looking for what I call an impact hack, some tip that will help us do more good in the world. What's yours? Ooh, that's a good question. I would say follow your why is a big one. Why, what gets you up in the morning? What keeps you motivated? Because life's going to have its ups and downs and it's going to kick us in the teeth. You know, it really can be difficult. But if we connect to our why and we look at back at our past and say, you know, all these things that happened might have happened for a reason to give me strength today to take on a social problem and to have a social impact for the good of others. Yeah. Now, I, I appreciate uh, that great insight. I appreciate that great tip. I appreciate the time you've taken today. Absolutely. Before you go, please tell us how people can learn more about Warrior's Heart, how they can connect with you. Sure. Yeah, on, on uh, well, Facebook, Warrior's Heart, uh, we're on there, as well as our website, warriorsheart.com. Fantastic. Well, Josh, thank you very much for being with us today. And we wish you every success in reducing that number of daily veteran suicides. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. All righty. Let's do some good. At the intersection of financial services and social media, Gate Global Impact, GGI, uses new market infrastructure to facilitate investments in organizations that deliver a societal, environmental, and or a cause-related benefit in addition to a financial return. Seed Equity Ventures is a registered broker-dealer with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission and a member of both FINRA and SIPC, providing investment banking services to startups globally. Seed Equity's mission is to find the best and brightest entrepreneurs and connect them with global investors. Patch of Land is the leader in real estate crowdfunding with a mission to provide real estate entrepreneurs with easy access to capital from thousands of investors who want to invest in the revitalization of American neighborhoods. Patch of Land is building wealth and growing communities. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devinthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devin hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devin is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.